Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Money Life and Men podcast, personal growth for your work, life, and money. My name is Kimberly. I'm a career and mindset coach, and I'm here to help you develop the personal growth skills to meaningfully make and manage your money to create work-life balance. How? By tackling the self-doubt, imposter syndrome, and procrastination habits that are holding you back. And today we're going to be talking about January 2021. And I actually had to re-record this a couple of times because I kept saying the for the intro January 2020, but it's January 2021. And if you are unfamiliar with this um, series, the personal growth update series is when I give you a monthly update on my life, on the behind the scenes of MLA and just everything going the personal growth that is ongoing that I don't talk about in each individual episode. And I do want to address the elephant in the room that I have taken a little bit of an unscheduled break. And this is the longest break I've ever taken from the podcast. And I know it's been about a month since my last episode. So if you are new here, this is not very common. And I am going to be addressing this in the episode as well. But I wanted to talk today about and share, and I kind of struggled to, if I was going to talk about this or share it, and it's just the kind of the down low side of um, when you're not feeling that great personal growth. Um, And I do, I've always wanted MLA to be an honest platform so that you know, and everyone else knows that you are not alone in going through the ups and downs of work, life, and money. And sometimes there's a low month and I don't want to hide away and not talk about it. But this month, I really, well, January, I really experienced, I feel like nothing that was very significantly bad happened or anything. I just felt like I was in a little bit of a low motivation, low period And I wanted to talk about why and what I've been doing and also how I am goal planning for 2021 coming out of this time where, you know, 2020 was just so exhausting and 2021 goal setting looks so completely different. Um, And also what happens and how to move forward when you don't really feel like it, when you don't feel that type of motivation. So that's what I'm going to be talking about in today's episode. And let's get started. So January for, was, for me was kind of like a black, I don't know how to explain it, black month. I think that um, I entered in it with it like everyone else with high optimism. I had been looking forward to New Year's Eve 2020 for like since the March, since the beginning of the pandemic. And I think I was just waiting for you know, I can't wait for this all to be over. I can't wait for COVID-19 to be over. And when the COVID-19 vaccines were announced as approved in Canada in December, I thought, okay, 2021, this is going to be better. And like everyone, I think I started it with really high optimism, but it was really shattered very quickly because it became very apparent that 20, like COVID-19 is not going away soon enough. And I don't know how the situation is for everybody else, because I know obviously every country and every place that you live experiences it very different. But we were, we went into our second lockdown in November. 
and in British Columbia. And it got, you know, it was from November until for two weeks. And then they extended it until January. And then they extended it until February. And, and now they've just extended the date indefinitely. And I think that takes a large toll on everyone, but also I've been reflecting on how it's been making me feel. And one of, I, I've, upon that reflection, one of the things I've really learned about this month and um, this whole process is that I have spent so much of my adult life trying to, uh, later part of my adult life, trying to move out of hustle culture. I, I'm really adamant that I am not my career. I'm not defined by my career and I don't want to put everything, although it's, I, I love the career path I'm on. I don't want to sacrifice everything for it. I'm so proud of, you know, the relationships that I've created outside of my work, um, my hobbies and interests that I've developed outside. And with COVID and the lockdown, I feel like it's all been stripped away and not just taken away because of course I still have my relationships with my friends and family, but it's not the same. And I have just been, I've, I feel like I've put in so much effort and I put so much work into my relationships and I'm so proud of them with my friends, with my best friends, um, the one here. And we were kind of used to voice notes and message long messages because we always lived abroad at different times. Um, and one of my other best friends lives in California. So we're very used to the video phone calls and things like that. But um, a lot of my friends here that I don't see very regularly, but are still important parts of my life, I haven't seen in a very long time. And I know that people are like, but there's Zoom and, and things. And I'm like, it's not the same. <laughs> phone calls and Zoom, it's just not the same. I'm, I'm a person that's very sociable and I know that I need that type of interaction with people. Um, and that is something I've always known. So that's something I actually look for in my work as well. I, I can't be isolated at a computer all day. I, I, I enjoy working with clients. I enjoy that, um, that sociable aspect of work. Um, I know not everybody likes that, but I'm, I love client service. I'm good at it. And not only that, but I enjoy it. So not being around people has been quite a struggle. And I, again, have worked really hard to move myself out of hustle culture and because I was in it when, once upon a time ago, I used to work three jobs. Um, like I would work a, a day job, a nine to five job. I'd work a contract job that I wake up early and work evenings for. And then I had a weekend job. Like it was insane. And that came at the sacrifice out of, of a lot of my, um, my relationships and other aspects of my life and my health. So that is something that I really worked not to do anymore. But now that that's been taken away or delayed, I feel like my work is now the dominant part of my life. And I, as much as I love my career path, I don't want it to be the sole thing that I focus on, but now it is. It is, I feel like I'm work, I'm just working and then I come home and I cook dinner and I have an amazing partner who's very supportive of me. Um, but it's, I don't have the other things to look forward to. I don't have the other aspects of the, and layers and dimensions of my life that I it, I cherished so much and I felt like I worked so hard for. And 
I feel like my life is my work now. And that is something I'm not very comfortable with because I've never wanted or sought out complete fulfillment in my life from my job or my job title. And now I'm increasingly relying on it. And in the month of January, I also was watching a lot of um, old episodes of this TV show called Till Debt to Us Part. It's an old Canadian TV show and there's episodes on YouTube. There's also episodes on Amazon Prime, depending where you live, um, and also on YouTube, depending on where you live. But um, the host is Gail Vags Oxide. And in one episode in particular, she talked about something called life energy. And that really resonated with me because the way that she was explaining it to a couple, because she helps couples with their finances and stuff, um, the way that she was explaining it to a couple is how much life energy are you putting into the life that you have to sustain? So how much are you working in order to, you know, buy and sustain all of these aspects of your life? And that is something that really resonated with me because I feel like I'm putting a lot of life energy into my work, but I'm not really extracting that much from it. Like I don't get fulfillment from it. Yes, I don't get me wrong. I'm extremely I know I'm extremely lucky to have a job and I have a fabulous team. Like I could not ask for a better team and more out of my managers or supervisors or co coworkers, but it is not enough. And I don't want, I don't want them to like my work to be my sole reliance on fulfillment and everything in my life. So I don't even want that. And it, it, it isn't that. And that's what I feel like I'm really lacking because I put so much of my life energy into work and I don't, feel like there's anything to look forward to. So when the news came down that they were going to, um, they were locking down once again, and this time there's no date, that just, I feel like a part of me was just like, oh my goodness, there is a light. I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel, but I, it's, it still seems so far um, out of reach. Um, I don't know. It depends on, of course, where you live, but the COVID vaccines are being distributed by age in British Columbia. So according to my age group, I get it. Um, and of course, like first responders and all that kind of stuff go first, of course. But um, according to my age group, I get um, it in August, September. And so I know the end is coming. I know like 2021, it just seems like it's a stretch year because I feel like everyone was going through so much in 2020 and it was exhausting and I'm really feeling the COVID fatigue right now. And that kind of made me almost curl up in a little bit of a ball and just kind of think to myself, well, if, you know, I, I sometimes question, what am I working towards? Because I feel like I'm just working to survive. Like I just work to have a place to live and eat and then I don't, again, I, I can't have that fulfillment from anywhere else. And because I have really a really strong relationship to my family and ex, and my extended family as well, I know this is not the same for everyone, but I have a really good relationship with my cousins. Um, I miss them so much and they are such a valuable part of my life. And it's, we, of course, we did like the Zoom presents over Christmas and stuff, but it's, it's all just not the same to me. And so I feel like that part of my life is missing. And um so yeah, that, that has been a struggle for me. And I, I felt very unmotivated in January. I felt, and you know, what's funny is that I actually recorded one more episode um, before my break. I actually had pre-recorded it and I never published it and I never finished the show notes for it because I felt 
even though like I already like did the majority of the work, I just felt so unmotivated by everything. And this is something I want to talk about in the episode today because motivation and relying on that, it won't always be there. And I've experienced this type of thing before because, you know, not life isn't all like sunshine and rainbows every day, which is why I wanted to share this update on the personal growth um, episode of the podcast, because I, I look at these um, episodes as almost like diary entries. Like I'm very honest, this is what I'm going through right now. And, um, and there are also, you know, moments in time and I don't want to lie to the community and say, Oh, like everything is great all the time and look how well I'm doing because I think there's enough of that on like Instagram and a lot of that toxic positivity that you have to look at everything from a positive point of view. Um, no, sometimes it's okay to just say like, I'm feeling very unproductive. I'm feeling un- very unmotivated and I'm recluding myself. And um, <laughs> whenever I think about, you know, being honest and feeling those emotions, I think about the movie Inside Out. I really like that movie because it it really taught me like, uh, <laughs> and as a grown adult, I watched that movie. Um, I, I like that if you haven't seen it, it's, it's a Disney movie that's on Disney Plus. Um, and it's a movie about emotions and like each emotion has like a character and they like live inside your brain and stuff. And one of the lessons that really came out of that movie is that it's important to feel feelings like sadness. And I love that that was a lesson like um, in the movie, the, the happiness character thinks that you should just feel happy all the time. And, um, uh, you know, they try to get rid of the sadness character, but it's like, no, sadness is a part of us. And it is something that's really important to feel and then to acknowledge and to understand. And so that's really, but you don't have to stay in that feeling forever. So it's a balance, like everything in life. You don't stay, you're not going to stay happy forever, but you're not going to stay sad forever. There's, um, it's just just the emotions that come with life and it's important to feel all of them, acknowledge all of them, and then move on from them. So that was what I was feeling in January. And um, I wanted to share some of the things that have been helping me come out of this in case you have also been feeling COVID fatigue and in case you've also been feeling the whenever you feel like unmotivated or unproductive and you don't know how to take yourself out of the funk. So one thing I've always learned about myself is and that has really defined and helped me in my career and my life is that I'm driven by altruism. I'm driven to help people. And when, when I really leaned into that and I just embraced it, it just makes my life easier. So I know that when I'm feeling sadness and when I'm feeling unmotivated, the thing that will help, one of the things that will help me feel better is actually to help other people. And it's because, again, that altruism gives me the um, the jolt of motivation but also just um, a sense of appreciation that helps me move forward in my life as well. And this is something I discovered back um, when I was in university. And I went, you know, looking back now, I'm very lucky that I like went to university at a time that I did and not through a COVID-19 pandemic, which I really feel for anyone who's in university right now. But when I was in university, I, you know, of course, I was stressed out, like everybody else, you know, school and exams, and um, I had a part time job as well. And just balancing all of that, that was really stressful. But I also um, 
did volunteer work and I volunteered um, at a community center in the downtown east side. And if you're not familiar with like Vancouver and the geographics about it, um, the downtown east side is really known for being the epicenter of Vancouver for homelessness, um, the opiate crisis. There is a lot of drugs and just very and um, poverty that happens in this very one concentrated area of the city. And I used to volunteer at a community center and I would teach kids a piano lessons on Saturday mornings. And um, it, I really was attracted to this opportunity and this charity that I was working with because I like I didn't come from a wealthy household, but my parents did have like really thought music was important and I did have piano lessons. So I did learn piano and music was just this incredible force in my life. And I'm so grateful. And it taught me so much in my life. And um, I was a part of band and choirs and piano, like, like my life, my high school life revolved a lot around music, even though I, I didn't become a musician afterwards. I am so grateful for what it brought me and not everyone has that privilege. So I used to teach kids in the downtown east side that didn't have whose families didn't have the resources to pay for piano lessons. And doing this um, one day, um, like, and these kids are like come from households that are, you know, not of the, uh, in the best shape. And a lot of these kids came, you know, from households that didn't have a lot of food, like were struggling to have food, even to buy food and things like that. And I also worked with a child that was autistic. And so it was very, like, it was a very different environment. And it was almost um, a quite a juxtaposition because I used to um, work in luxury travel on like Sundays and I would volunteer on Saturday mornings. And it's just like the 360 of life of like um, people who did all of these like expensive traveling and people who like struggled to even have food on their um, dinner plates. And um, I of course went to a university that was, um, you know, a very, um, was one of the top universities in Canada. So all of these things really contrasted with my volunteer work. And whenever I felt like stressed about um, like everything else going on in my life, I really then appreciated the volunteer work that I did because there are people out there that have a lot less than I do. And it just, again, because I'm so motivated by altruism and uh, I know that if I'm feeling low, if I'm feeling down, if I'm feeling unmotivated, one of the things that will help me is helping other people because of course everyone in, in life needs help and being that help for another person makes me feel better and seeing their other people's lives improve actually is what drives me. It, it, it's what come, it, it's what allows me to come back. And so when I was thinking of what I could do to help, I, um, in January, I didn't want, of course, like, there's so much that's being restricted right now. Of course, I had to think about what I could do safely. Um, and because I wasn't even, I'm not even seeing my own family. Like, I, I, of course, I, I was like, well, I can't really physically be in a place just because I don't want to put myself or another person in physical danger. Although I know there are people who do that in person and I am so appreciative of it. I was thinking about like how what could I do to help people right now? And I know there are a lot of people that have struggled with um, job search and career changes. 
Um, and um, especially in 2020, you know, there was such an, such an upheaval in so many industries that I actually looked into how I could help my community more, um, the MLA community more specifically. So that month I decided I was going to host a challenge and um, for the first week of February and it was so much fun. Like that, that actual week, like, and I'm, I'll talk more about that in my February update, but that week really brought me back um, because it was so energizing to be able to hear from people in the community and how I could help. And I had so many people email me, tell me how much the challenge helped them. And I like, I just, uh, uh, that's actually what brought me back a lot is that I knew that I could help people more and people who were in a place in their career that wasn't, um, uh, um, that they wanted to do a career change. And if you were on the challenge calls, thank you. It just made my day. It was so much fun, so much fun to host. And I know I talked a lot about that in, I talked a lot during the challenge, but I enjoyed getting to know every single person that signed up for the challenge. It was, if you emailed me, if you sent me any notes, like just made my absolute day. So I know it on the outside, of course, it looks like the challenge helped everyone else in the MLA community, but actually the challenge, when I was reflecting back on it, it really, and doing the challenge really helped me too, because I also was kind of getting a little bit discouraged because I didn't know if MLA was helping anyone. So um, I just, I just hadn't felt, and I know I shouldn't be driven and by any means by numbers or vanity metrics, but I just thought that, oh, like, I don't even know if anyone's really listening to the podcast or reading my blog or like my Instagram. I just didn't know if it was like really resonating or helping people. So when I did the challenge and I got to know people more personally and could see that it was helping, I was like, oh my gosh, okay. So what, I, th what I'm doing is actually making a difference. And that also really helped um, me come back. And so if you were a part of the challenge, thank you. It was so much fun. I had such a great time doing it. And I just had a great time getting to know a lot of people that I had not previously known. Like I um, uh, sent a bunch of updates for people who I had done calls with in August for the MLA career assessments. And so many people um, gave me updates on how they're doing. And that was really fun just to see that, you know, people are progressing and people are, um, are doing well. Um, I want obviously everyone in the MLA community to come out of this pandemic well. So anyways, if you were a part of that, I just, I just had so much fun. Thank you. And that is something that I would invite you to think about as well. One of the things I've talked about during that challenge is a career test. If you've never heard about it before, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but there's a, um, a, um, a career test called 16 personalities and it is it's just 16 personalities.com 16 the number and then personalities and it is a Meyer Briggs test and I think the analytics of it are great it really shows what drives you and know when you know that it's if it's altruism that drives you then you can actually just expand on that when you're 
feeling in your low period and not everyone is motivated by the same thing. So, it, so for some people, it might be social, it might be creative outlets. It, uh, to be honest, I only took the test for myself, so I don't know um, um, all of the combinations that well. But uh, if you, when you take the test, I like, I highly recommend that you look into that and then lean into whatever is motivating you and apply it to different aspects of your life. So that was the first thing that really helped me. And the second thing that I want to talk about when we think about, you know, what happens when you feel low is also being comfortable with the idea that growth is uncomfortable. And when you put yourself out there, it's not always going to feel good. And that's what I think that I was kind of seeking in January is that I was kind of seeking, um, and I knew this intellectually, it's, it's a lot of times it's hard to apply though, but growth is hard. And in my career, um, it, it's been a big learning curve and it's been a lot of growth. And sometimes I don't like feel like I'm performing at the high standard that I have on myself. I have very high standards. I want to be performing at my best all the times I absolutely hate letting people down that is like the worst feeling in the world to me letting someone else down or um that had faith in me so that is something a feeling i like so vigilantly try to avoid but it's a lot of pressure that i put on myself and that is one of the things that i've had to really think about and reflect on in the past month is that when i am learning new things when i'm going for new things it's going to be uncomfortable and I'm not going to be able to meet the high standards that I've placed on myself but because no and to be realized that you know no one else has that perfection standard out of me um no one I don't walk around thinking like everyone has to be perfect at every single minute at every single day and no one is ever allowed to make a mistake so I don't know why I would think that anyone thinks that of me so that is something that I have been trying to reflect a lot in January as well. And that leads me in, in all of this reflection and journaling and things like it has left me with um, how I'm moving into 2021. And to be honest, I want to just say, because I had a conversation with an MLA community member who shared with me with her, um, uh, with her shared with me her 2021 goals like new year's resolution kind of go new year's goals type of thing and um to be honest i don't create new year's goals on in january like everyone else did i actually wait until the lunar new year so um because i'm vietnamese i um we like um the lunar new year is a very big deal in vietnamese culture and so i use that as an excuse kind of but it's also like I like to use the first month of January to kind of like reflect and like feel that motivation in order to help me create my 2021 goals but I don't use January 1st as the day that I have to snap into um into you know starting a new goal or anything like that like I started this podcast on a random day in May like well I started recording on a random day in like April but I launched it in May so like it wasn't, I wasn't going to wait until the new year's to do it. Um, like I wasn't gonna wait till January 1st. I just thought I was going to do it and I just do it. So that's one of the things that I try to think, apply to myself for goal setting is that I don't 
like uh, you can set a new goal at any time of the day. Like if I didn't start accomplish it at the beginning of January, it's like you can start a goal like next week. I could start a goal in February or in March and it's still kind of the same thing. Um, like it's still one year and like a couple of months afterwards. So it's that all that kind of stuff is um, the deadlines for goals and the, the um, it's almost like just made up, <laughs> right? Because like no one's like, you can literally start a goal and start accomplishing things at any time, any month, any date of the year. And um, I like that. Um, I, I feel like I, I internalize that concept a lot better because the lunar new year changes because it follows the, the moon. It follows um, that type of calendar. It changes every single year. So the date changes. So um, that's why I like following the new lunar new year calendar for my goal setting is because, you know, last year it was in January and this year it's in February, right? So um, whether you set a goal like January 28th or a goal on February 12th, does it make that much of a difference? Not really. And so Moving forward into 2021, I am approaching goal setting with a lot more, how do I say this? A lot more um, like forgiveness for myself and just a lot more self-care um, just and not being so hard on myself because 2020, like the goals that I think about back in 2020, I was like, wow that was such a lifetime ago. You know, the problems that we had in 2020, like at the beginning of January, 2020 was so different than January, 2021. And I, so this year I'm going to, you know, give myself grace when it comes to goal setting that not everything might not all like align perfectly because there's too many elements of life that I cannot control. Um, I don't know when the borders are going to be opening up again. There are some things that I want to do, not only abroad, but um, there's a training that I wanted to do. But the tra um, the uh, the people who do the certification and training actually come in from the states, and right now we have closed borders, so it's very difficult. And so I was like, you know what? I'm not going to put pressure on myself that things are going to be working in a very specific way because they may not um, for all. And now there's like rumors about a third wave actually in, in British Columbia because of all of the COVID variants that are happening. So I was like, you know what? I'm giving myself grace when it comes to, and just letting myself a little bit off on off easy. If my plans have to change and my goals have to change just because the world has changed. So I wanted to share that's how I'm approaching goal setting. I haven't completely refined all of my goals just yet, but one of the things that I am doing is I'm very excited to to be starting school again. And so I got my um, learning plan just approved by my workplace who covers 50% of what um, I'm studying and it's additional certification for my job. And I'm so I'm very excited for that. And I feel like that will also give me some not and I don't want to just rely on school but it gives me something to work towards and it's also something that I've been thinking about doing for a really long time the other thing that I am working on and this is a self-improvement self-growth part of me as well is just promoting myself more um in my business in MLA um 
I don't actually talk about the podcast that much. If you follow me on Instagram, if you follow uh, or are on my email list or anything like that, I don't actually promote the podcast. And I sometimes feel like I don't know how many people are going to be interested in it. And I don't know how it's all going to be received and opening myself up to criticism and things like that. But at the same time, it's like something that I have to work on and move forward with as well, because so many people have told me that the podcast has been really helpful to them. So I want to make sure that other people, it can be helpful for other people as well. So those are two of the things that I've been focusing on. Some of my other goals are not like, it just as not as super tangible, I feel just because the world can change, life can change. I, I'm still like optimistic to think that we might be able to travel this year. Who knows? Um, every day is just like day. I'm trying to just let go of things and just have not have too high of expectations. Um, because I don't know like what's going to happen next week. Um, and my plans don't usually, uh, don't usually extend for more than a couple of days or a week. My birthday is in April. I don't know if I was like, are we going to be okay? Are we going to be able to see each other again or what's going to happen there? There's very, that's one of the things I struggled with is just not having that much to look forward to, but also very limiting myself by saying, hey, you know, things might change at the drop of a hat. Um, Things might be better and things might be worse and that is okay to work through. So that is my personal growth update for January. Um, It's been kind of a low period, but like I said, that's part of life. And I don't want you to ever think that I have it all together at all times because to be honest, no one does. And everyone has these challenges um, in their work life and money. But I really am looking forward to sharing a lot more content. I again, I told you like I already had something pre recorded and like pre written, and I just didn't publish it. But I also have so many ideas, um, especially coming out of that challenge and learning more about the MLA community and how I can help that has been awesome as well and yeah it's just been it's been an interesting start to 2021 and it feels like it goes by so fast and so slowly at the same time so if you can relate to this um please let me know my dms are always open i have been loving having so much conversations in january like i've I've talked to a lot more people and that has been absolutely great Um, you can always send me a DM. I'm at millennial life and men on Instagram, or you can send me an email. I am Kimberly at millennial life and men.com. My, um, my contact information is always in the show notes and you can always screenshot this and, you know, tag me on Instagram. Let me know you're listening. I'm again, always open up to the conversation. So yeah, until next time, happy saving and spending. I'm cheering you on and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.